Hi, I'm Natasha. And I'm Penny. And you're listening to The Wibs, the podcast for women in business. We're here with practical, real advice to help you get ahead at work. Without the BS. We'll be the work wives you've always wanted. Let's go. Hi, I'm Natasha. And I'm Penny. And we're The Wibs. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. Yeah, that's it. That's the We're going to start episode. off with a very controversial... I'm just... Yeah. <laughs> All right. You called me out last night for saying everything's controversial and I understand. This is controversial. This is just this something. This isn't actually controversial at all. This is a PSA for everyone yeah, that's this dealing isn't, with this. This so, is just something that we all deal with and we need to talk about. Yeah. So today we're talking about micro stress. So what is micro stress, you ask? Well, basically it's things that aren't, it's not like a dramatic thing that's happening in your day. It's just an accumulation of these little things that build up that can kind of start to derail you if you're not careful and if you don't know how to deal with them. So when I think of micro stress, I'll give an example. So if I've got a really tight deadline that's been given to me the day of and I start to freak out or if mm. I've kind of had an awkward, uncomfortable Slack exchange with a colleague where I'm like, they're a bit colder yes, than usual. Yes, yes, Okay, they seem like a small thing. And for most people, maybe you can go about your day and, and it'll be fine and you're not going to have any issues from it. However, it does actually start to deteriorate your productivity and start to derail you throughout your day because you're investing your time and your energy into things absolutely that aren't really You're right critical. about that Slack message part. It's like it speaks to me because I'm like, yeah, there's been times where I've just like gone abs- – I've got a message and I'm like, oh, my God, they hate me or something's up or, or I've sent a message that I know is a little bit harsher than I normally would because of the situation where I've had to be, mm, you know, spicy, the yeah. bad guy and I will just think about it all day and you're right it will reduce my productivity it, my decision making shot it's, yeah it's and also your time like okay yeah a time on a micro stress you're having an argument with a with a colleague or you're having a, not an argument a disagreement or you're you've got something strongly worded to strongly, say you've got two strong opinions i up guarantee you other. you're gonna be you're gonna have a state of the union with your with your group chat with mm. your close girlfriends or your close workmates mm. be like okay i've, I've uh, constructed this this um beautiful slack message <laughs> and what do you think of this and then they will go in and they'll remove words and then you'll go back and forth mm. and you'll workshop it and then before you know it an hour of your day has gone by yeah all for a, like something worded perfectly for someone to potentially misinterpret and you just sit there as a ball of anxiety yeah. while they wait for a response. That's micro stress because that's yeah. bullshit that we create for ourselves. It's a little micro, like there's so many things that happen in your day-to-day life that are, you know, obviously huge and there's, there's big things that are stress, but these are the little things, the little guys that in 24 hours you will just not even realise that it's alive. Mm. Have you had an example of something like micro stress that's happened in your day? Like Slack messages, we feel it. But have you had something else that's come up to you and you'd be like, yeah, that, that potentially derailed me more than it needed to in my day. Yeah, I think I think with me it's I get really hyper fixated on certain things. So like if I've asked somebody to do something or something like that and it just like they say they will and they, they haven't, like I can like hyper fixate and go into like this like, well, why isn't it there? And then what's happening mm-hmm. for the why isn't it? And then like I'll just like I will hyper fixate on that one task which isn't even that important but it's just kind of like but they said they do it but they didn't, but then why haven't they done it? Yeah. But then, and then like, it's, it's, there's no, there's no rhyme or reason. It doesn't make any sense. But for me, like that, that will stress me out. That stresses me out like no one's business. And I don't know why it's like a, it's a little aggravation. Let's call it that. Yeah. Like, I just don't, I, that, that'll, that'll stress me out. I'm sure that's with everybody. I'm not sure I'm not the only one. It's like group project where you're waiting on something and someone hasn't done yeah. something. It's incredibly frustrating, but in the big 
scheme of things, that is a micro stress because that isn't that big of a deal. No. They'll get to it. Relax, Tash. Like, just go do your work. Stop staring at the laptop, you absolute loser. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't <laughs> think you're a loser, but I get what you're saying. And I think I would have something similar in the way of, like, potentially giving something over for feedback. It's like I can produce a lot of work, like, mm. rel- relatively quickly. The thing that takes me the longest is I've done the work. It sits there because I'm afraid to send it for feedback. And then Mm. I'll be like, okay, everything is done. And then I'll spend another two hours, three hours, four hours a day finessing it. Yeah. Because I'm like, oh, well, like it's different when I have to send it for feedback and get a review. So I'm going to waste more time. Instead of just being like, this is my shitty first draft at 80%. Here, go look at it. Yeah. And I can say this to you now, but I used to do that to you all the time. I'd be like, I've got, I've done the work. Yeah. I haven't sent it to you yet yeah though, to you, get, it. you get you get anxious like it's not and it's not a me thing hopefully um no it's not a me it's thing. a it's a me it, thing. It's a, no 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 but everyone i'm sure everyone feels like that as well when you've got like this something that you've worked so hard on and you're like oh my god i've got the hardest thing to, like this is like i've put my blood sweat and tears into it then you've got to send it to them and be like hello yeah tell me your real thoughts like it's incredibly intimidating but again it's a micro stress like in the big scheme of things i'd say 99.999 percent of anything that you've sent through has come back being like yeah cool this is great Dave. Thanks. Put it in a t-shirt. I love that. It's but true. It's, but you know what though? So we've, t- we've given our examples of it and we mentioned it like micro stresses, these little things in the day that take up your time, they're going to reduce your productivity. They're potentially going to make, make you have poor decisions. Mm. They're going to potentially increase your conflict with colleagues, cr- decrease your creativity overall and essentially leave you feeling burnt out. So where how do, you, do we yeah, yeah how do like, we fix it that's yeah. all great like thanks, ladies Penny and Tash. thanks you guys got are great. <laughs> some shitty problems to deal with and your your problems are micro now what yeah so we we can fix it though because i think that it's about your management of your day and i feel like we do talk about this a lot but it's because it can have a ripple effect on so many things in a positive way and one thing that i really think is really important when it comes to managing this is on those realistic goals and realistic deadlines so yeah to go into our like personal experience that we just shared like if i'm if i'm feeling frustrated by a task not being complete i need to look at myself and say have i set realistic goals and deadlines because Mm. if i'm working with the right kind of people which i should be and i should be surrounding myself with the right kind of people that you know we you know set the right values core values all of that then they're good people They've just got stuff on and let it go, let it go. So I need to look internally and say, well, have I set realistic goals for this and deadlines? Do they know that it's something I'm waiting on Mm -hmm. to complete my work? Because if they don't, that's a me problem. Mm -hmm. That's not a them problem and I need to communicate that. And it also works for exactly what I spoke to you about. The only reason that you feel fear, I think, when you're handing over creative work, aside from the fact that, yes, it is like someone looking into your your process and your brain and seeing how things work, a lot of the fear was like, okay, well, if I have feedback and it's negative, do I have enough time to implement it? Mm. That's true. That's true. One thing I will say, I don't know if this is the right thing to do, but one thing that I've done to cure that, because I used to have that all the time. I used to have that like big time um oh hugely I used to be so anxious before I sent anything through what I do now and I don't know if this is helpful or not but I will send through like a draft before I go and implement all the work so say if it's like a presentation or if it's a mock-up a website mock-up I'll do the roughest draft I'll just do a really rough draft that only takes me like half an hour so for me it's like it's not even that big of a deal um I'll send it to to whoever I need to send Mm -hmm. it to and just say hey look this is a really rough 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 mock-up just make sure they know it's rough um this is a really rough mock-up let me know if I'm on the right track before I go and invest time into it yeah I love that and then we've got we've got like 80% of the fear over and then the last 20% is just the execution piece yeah that that's a really great piece of advice for someone who is kind of 
struggling with the idea of handing over work. I love that. I think that's really just, great. But, but again, it's just about setting those realistic expectations and, and setting those expectations. It's the same thing. It's setting an expectation. It's like, hey, this is what I thought you meant by this work. Before mm-hmm. I go and invest, can you just let me know if this is the vibe? This is yeah. what you want? Because if not, like, cool. Yeah. Let's reshift because I don't want to go spend all my time doing it and then realise that it's like yeah. not the right thing. No, you're right. And I think a lot of it comes down to like uh, there's lots of different options I've had to manage micro stress at work. But I think the majority of these themes and these things come back to is is proper communication. Oh, so communication is number one. That piece there when you're feeling frustrated about a task not being completed, a, a simple chat with someone or a simple execution and, and I guess being really clear about deadlines. Yeah is going to help resolve that. In this case, you know, if I'm worried about handing over work and that there's a fear and there's a, a over finessing, mm. me saying it from the get-go and setting up 30 minutes of my time to say, am I on track? Is this the right idea? Is yeah. this the right plan? That's communication. If you've got this place where you don't have to sit back and forth and write kind of passive-aggressive Slack messages or emails mm. to someone, that's also communication because it can be resolved in the same way of being able to create a supportive and safe environment where you can go up to the person and say, hey, this is what I think of this. Mm. Like, what about this? How can we work on this together? How do we resolve it? It, it does come back to that because stress is, you know, nine times out of ten are from these misunderstandings that happen between other people. Mm. That's mm. all this I, is. A big statement coming now, but honestly, I would say micro stress in particular would be coming from lack of communication in almost 100% of the time because if you think about any micro stress that you have it is down to something that you're telling yourself mm-hmm. not something that you have spoken to somebody else about and and you know it's it's it's, it's all in your head it's it's all a micro stress is it's it's you listening to yourself saying i'm not good enough to send this through or i'm not good enough um to do this or you know i need to get my work done where is everyone else it's all you it's all in your head it's not something that you've actually gone out and communicated with somebody else and said hey I'm actually feeling a little bit frustrated about this. I don't know why. Is it just in my head? And then you have that conversation and they go, whoa, were you waiting on that? Yeah. Oh, shit, sorry. Yeah. I was, I was working on this. Oh, cool. So much of our life can be resolved. So much of our stress can be resolved by With proper a phone call. communication or One, a phone call. That, yeah. that was the biggest, yeah, <laughs> your thing. You love phone calls. But it is true. Like I, I remember when I would ever get into um, like this shitty Slack message stuff, like that that just grinds my gears. And I used to see it um, when I when I was in a management position and I was and I had a team and um, I would see like some just shitty little things come through. And I would, you know, part of me just wanted to be like, well, f you. Like if you're going to be a little shit, be a little shit in a corner, and I'll let you go, like a child. But then the other side of me is like, no, you're a leader. As a leader, you have to take somebody's shittiness, have a chat and work out what the root of the cause is. And that's the shift of being an employee to a leader, I think. I think it's when you stop getting that like anger and that frustration and that, you know, like, oh, why do you feel like that? Instead of that, it's like, no, 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 switch. Why are they feeling like that? Instead of cringing at why they're feeling like that, need to, as a leader, go and chat and say, hey, 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 can you come down for a chat can we have a chat about this this message? I, I've done it with, and Charlotte, I know you're going to be listening because you edit all of our um, podcasts, but I remember Charlotte and I had to have, and we're, we're, we were good friends and we worked together. And I remember seeing something on Slack at one point. I could see that she was just coming across as quite agitated and quite angry. And I remember pulling her down and being like, hey, what's up? Like, what's happening? What's happening? Like, what's going on? And she like straight away was like, wow, I'm being a mole, aren't I? And I was like, well, you know what? It's fine. 
but is everything okay? Like, are you, is your day okay? Is things happening okay? And we just talked it out. Mm. We just talked it out and we could both, and I've done the same. I've been called out so many times by my management, by my boss being like, Tash, that was, that you cannot communicate like that to people. And I didn't even realise sometimes because sometimes you're just like, bah, 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 and you don't even know what yeah. you're doing. But you need to be called out in that communication piece. Those That communication is invaluable from anyone, whether it is a manager, whether it's an employee, whether it's somebody that you work with, whether it's your parents, your friends, like somebody who can call you out and just say, hey, look, like that's – we need to have a conversation about yeah. this. It's so important. I really agree with you. And I think it's it's funny because micro-stressors in general – they, they're actually the harder to recognize at times because they often come out and it can be triggered by or can be a result of interactions with people that you're actually really close with. Oh, yeah. Because the things that sort of derail you in your day at work potentially can, can make the most impact on you and can make you the most stressed. Like think about the argument that you have with a stranger versus one you have with a friend. Mm. They The ones that you have with your friends are the ones that kind of really eat you up and kind of stress you out we the can't most. can't sleep. You yeah. Can't, but, then you ch- but then you actually just chat to them. Exactly. And that's what I mean. Like you chat and you realise that it's all in your head sometimes. Mm. With these micro – this I'm just talking about micro – I understand there's – other things that happen, like I don't know if your friend slept with your husband. I feel like that's a yeah, that's, that's a bit of a bigger deal. That's a bit, but that's probably real. Big <laughs> that's probably a bigger stress. Yeah. But I'm talking about like those micro stresses of like I don't know. I actually this is another um, one that I can think of. So my one of my best friends, love her to death, but she is the worst on the phone. Like she wouldn't she would text back in like four to five business days, and that's just how she works. Like that's that's her vibe. Love her to death. Like I know that that's how she works in in the way that she communicates. We were actually having a chat about that um, the other day and she was like, yeah, you know, like that's just how I am. And I was like, yeah, absolutely. I know that that's how you are. I'm like, but do you know that sometimes like if somebody does that, they might think that you're ignoring them or you might think that. And she was like, I never actually even thought of that. She goes, because for me, instead of I think I'm giving people respect by allowing myself time to actually read the messages and reply properly she goes from my point of view that's what I'm doing I'm like nope I want to sit down I want to read the messages and I want to give my friends the time that they deserve because they're really good friends to me she's like instead I could just pick up my phone and be like yeah cool lol yeah cool lol but she's like I don't want to do that I want to give you guys that respect and I was like you know I understand that I've been best friends for 20 years so I'm like I get all that but I'm like but that's it was was a really interesting discussion between both of us because we were chatting about the different ways of communication and I was like you know if someone's not replying to you in a few days, to somebody, they might feel like, oh, they yeah. don't like me. Or you get in your own head, like, well, why are they replying? Was it something I said? What was what was my last message again? What did that say? And you start getting in your own head. You're going here. But as soon as you have that conversation with someone, you just go, hey, like, rah-rah. And you realise that they've got a completely different reason for it. Mm. It just, like, takes that micro stress out. Yeah. You know, it's, I mean, this is probably not, like, as relevant for your friend, but... There's actually a function that you can do now with autoresponders on your on text messages. Being no like, way. I'll like this is like I'm, I'm like offline at the moment. Or I'm yeah. working. I'll like respond to this. It's probably more realistic for a professional setting. But I actually think that a big thing about managing micro stresses here is around expectation setting as part of that communication piece. Absolutely. So if people Just being know, honest. If people know what to expect, it becomes a lot easier to manage and deal with things because the reality of dealing with these small problems that seem kind of insignificant in the day-to-day setting is that they often have a ripple effect outwards that can mm. really impact your life. So it's like maybe it starts with, you know, a late in the day email request and mm. um, someone tells you to do something and it's like, you, you get know, frustrated. Like, Why are they messaging me at 4.30? Yeah. And yeah. so <laughs> it's like, okay, well, that's like a thing like, okay, shit, like that's annoying. Like I can't do that. And then that went then turn into, okay, your commute becomes stressful on the way home because yes. you're thinking about the email. 
And then you need to then have to communicate with somebody else in your team to be able to get something done. And that bothers them and potentially disrupts their evening. And then you're short with your family member when you get home and it's just on and on and on. Yes. It's like dominoes. It just keeps going when all you could have done is just message your boss or your manager, whoever sent that to you and just go, Mm -hmm. hey, this is amazing. Can I get this back to you on Monday or is it urgent? Yeah, exactly. Beautiful. So, yeah, and that's but that's so many people don't, and I don't. Like I, I used to not. I do now. I definitely. I I'm better. Sorry, I don't do it now. I'm better at it now. Yeah. But I definitely used, to, and especially with clients, if they message me something, I'd be like, oh, I have to get it back to them within 24 hours. No, I don't, and they don't expect that either. If they do send me something, I will say, Hey, this is amazing. Is this something that you want to be? You know, you want a session board? You want us to chat through it, or would you rather us? Or, or is this something that you need? Like, I, I like to kind of set those expectations now. Yeah. Otherwise, I get to your point. I'd be like, oh, Why is this person messaging me on a Saturday night? Mm-hmm. Because they can. Well, who cares if they message you on a Saturday? Night? That's completely fine. As long as you're communicating with them, Hey, is this something that you need ASAP, or is this something that you know we can chat about in a few days? Every single time I've said that. Every single time they've come back and be like, oh, no, 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 it's fine. No, 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 I wasn't, it's not at all. And that's all communication is. It's just having that management of expectations between two parties. Yeah. And I think so the communication piece is like the way that we sort of tie this up in a bow. But if you're wanting some really practical things that you can do, it's around setting those realistic goals and deadlines. Take breaks throughout the day. Make sure that you're feeling like you're filling up your own cup. Try Mm. to avoid the multitasking where you can Mm. because that does sometimes impede on your ability to execute. Yeah. And then do try where possible. Like you be the change that you want to see in the world. You try and create that positive and supportive work environment. And I promise you when when you act this way and you're able to be that effective communicator and you're able to be understanding and mindful of other people's times and respect their personal boundaries and, and all of that stuff, I think that what happens is, is that you actually create a, a positive ripple effect the other way. If people start seeing you do that and act this way and and communicating in this kind of style and fashion, mm. they will then treat you how you're treating them. Yeah, And absolutely. push back out and go outwards and outwards from there. So those are some of the uh, practical tips to deal with micro stress at work. We know that, you know, days can be frustrating, life can get hectic, but we hope that this helped you sort of find a way to deal with that effectively and know that you're not alone in it, but there are ways to, to start looking at resolving it. Yeah. If you are feeling like you're getting those, like if you're listening, you're like, yes, 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 yes. Don't worry. I think, I think recognizing whether it's a micro stress or a macro stress, let's call it, is yeah. it, is it, is the, is step one. Once you realize that, okay, will this bother me in a week's time? No, it's not. That's what a micro stress is. That's, that's those little bits and pieces. And if you do feel like that, whilst it can be the hardest things to do too because like your whole body's like seizing and it's like I will never the best thing to do is to have a chat with a person it is the absolute best I can say that from experience and from experience someone who used to hate the idea of doing it I do it every chance I get now if I'm ever feeling frustrated now I'm like nah let's just jump on a phone call um, because you've got to lead with empathy you can't lead with you know straight away thinking it's somebody else's problem yeah, 100%. So we will put some uh, some helpful tips and tricks in our show notes for you today to review on this as well. We hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you do have any other tips of how you manage your micro stresses day in, day out at work, please hit us up on Instagram, tag us. We would love to hear from you. Thank you so much for listening. Please rate and subscribe and we shall see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.